This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. First down at 15, following the penalty. Tua swings it out. Uh-oh. Speaking of fast, how about Tyreek Hill? Hill inside the 20 and then finally chased down. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, it's Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma. The uh-oh there from Vilma was actually really appropriate because Tyreek Hill was about to outrun the entire Giants defense and route to a long touchdown in Miami's blowout win yesterday over Big Blue. We'll get Ken's thoughts on the Dolphins and the Panthers coming up this weekend, week six in the NFL, the Jaguars and the Colts with Gardner Minshew set to start in, in for Indianapolis in a hashtag revenge game against one of his former teams, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll do that coming up in a moment. But for everyone watching the show right now on Stadium, A, we appreciate you. B, this is our last segment on Stadium for today. We'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern. So if you're interested in getting our baseball bets for tonight and the Major League Baseball playoffs, if you're interested in our bets for the Packers and the Raiders, side total and props, Monday Night Football, you can switch on over at the end of this hour, twitch.tv backslash betql, twitch.tv backslash betql to get all our bets for tonight. Final hour, power hour, coming up about 20 minutes from now here on this magnificent Football Monday. Also, thanks to our new listeners on Sirius Channel 217 and XM Channel 205 as we bring you the Wagertainment. All right, Jake, bring the music back up here. Uh, Ken, I made what I called a galaxy brain um, assessment and handicap of the Dolphins-Panthers game. I I weirdly think I'm, like, way right on this, and the Panthers are going to be somewhat plucky in this game. We'll see. Uh, what's your read on Miami and Carolina? Dolphins now about a 13-and-a-half-point home favorite off of what I, I think it's off the A-chan news that uh, his knee is going to be checked out and evaluated over the next couple days. The total remains steady at 48. I thought there really wasn't a whole lot going on here. Uh, obviously, a really similar market to what we saw with the Giants-Dolphins game, a spread in almost the exact same range. Carolina, you figure, rated a little bit worse than the Giants. Carolina probably rated, like, the worst team in the league right now, whereas the Giants maybe third worst, second worst, just, like, slightly better, slightly. And uh, and so that's why you're seeing maybe, like, a 13.5-14 instead of a 12.5-13, like what we saw last week. But the same kind of dynamic. I mean, the Giants are, like, the worst defense you could possibly imagine – Carolina's not much better. Now that's the side of the ball that's better than the offense. So like the defense is better than the offense, but um, I got you look at what Detroit did to them with backups basically yesterday. And it was uh, pretty rough. And I would expect Miami to kind of name their score here too. The handicap for the giants game yesterday is I think by same one here, which is just, if you like them, if you like the dog in the game, which you do, then you also have to like the over. And this would have been true yesterday. If the giants, if Daniel Jones doesn't get hurt, 
then they probably backdoored the game in like a crazy fashion. That's how it was trending, like lose by 10 or something like that. Never have a chance to win, but backdoor a big number and the game would have gone over the total if they had done that, if they had scored to backdoor the game. So there was a correlation, I feel like, where Miami was going to get theirs. And it was just, do the Giants score enough to cover? If they do, it goes over. So it's almost like parlaying the two is better than playing either of them straight. Uh, I kind of feel the same way about this game, except like, who would I rather, like, would I rather have Daniel Jones and the Giants offense trying to backdoor a game or the Bryce Young and the Panthers? It's like a wash. They're both atrocious at it. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's just the same game all over again. So that means the spread's probably right. Maybe we're bouncing back and forth across the 14 um, as the game plays out and the total's almost exactly the same as last week or as yesterday, rather, against the Giants. Um, I think the only way to play it is like parlay Panthers over. I think the Dolphins are almost assured of scoring a baseline, pretty big number of points in the game. Yeah, I said earlier, I like Carolina and I like the over in the game. The two definitely go hand in hand. And I do have a little more faith in this Panthers offense right now after what Bryce Young showed in the second half of the game with like a healthy receiving core finally now. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win the game. I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying they're going to have a great record this year. None of that stuff is true. Just that I do think you're going to start to see this offense like creep up and be at least respectable now after what it had been the first couple of weeks uh, in the Bryce Young era or error as it's been recently in Carolina for the Panthers. All right, that's the Dolphins and the Panthers, Ken. Let's go to the AFC South where it's Anthony Richardson stuff just absolutely sucks. Like, I'd love to see this guy just stay healthy for an extended period of time. He, he's left multiple games now as the games have been going on. We saw it, obviously, in week one, which was really not, not, not a rematch lot of fun. That. Yeah, rematch that of that terrible, game. These two terrible teams situation. <laughs> These two teams will play for the second time this season, the Jaguars and the Colts. And we know that Richardson's going to be out for some period of time. Grade three AC, um, like a like strain or whatever. The like same injury car, Derek Carr has for New Orleans, except this one's worse. AC joint. So it's going to be a, yeah, mul thank you. I was like, what's, what's the next word? The air conditioner. Uh, so Richardson's going to be out for a little bit. Gardner Minshew will start in his stead. And the Colts coming off a big win at home against the Tennessee Titans in a game that you ask yourself, how did this game go under the total? And we don't have enough time in the show to, to detail it. Uh, the Jaguars coming off a big win in London against the Buffalo Bills. And I thought Trevor Lawrence was awesome in that game. We obviously watched it because it was the only game on on Sunday morning. So the point spread market, Ken, at BetMGM. The Jaguars in between a four and a four and a half point home favorite against Indy. The total is 46 and a half. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Colts and Jags part duh this season. Man, it just uh, the AFC South, I think it's one of those things that that seemed like it was really interesting for like two weeks. Like who's going to win the division? All four of them can win. Who's going to make the playoffs? Maybe multiple teams. We did that last week. And it's like Houston loses to Atlanta. The Jags win a game, you know, that nobody expected them to win, basically a dog to the Bills <laughs> and and, and the Colts win, and they beat the Titans, but Anthony Richardson gets hurt. I mean, the, AF, the AFC South had a brutal week for being a competitive, fun division uh, this week, because it's like now you look at the standings and you look at the quarterbacks, and you just go like, great, the Jags are going to win the division. Like, that's how it feels like right now, um, the way things will play out. Uh, I, I don't think this market is, like, particularly crazy. The first couple thoughts would be, like, yes, Minshew has, like, filled in for Richardson admirably um quarterback them against baltimore and for parts of the game where they blew out houston so maybe there is no drop off it's like possible that that's true it's possible that you can still like the colts with Minshew as the quarterback maybe mostly because steichen's so awesome and because he's so smart it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is 
um, at four, which is where most sports books are on this game right now, like four one ten. Uh, I I think I would like Jacksonville a little at the number, but I don't think it's crazy. And um, then the next thought is like, do we just keep betting these Steichen overs, which I think are way good. They just are they going to keep going over the number? So, but I I would just I would emphasize like at least for me on this game, like really not very confident on either thing. Just kind of like probably would never bet the Colts at any of these numbers, and would probably would never bet the under at any of these numbers it's just like do you bet the jags do you bet the over if so when probably nothing but like just those would be the side total like leans for me early in the week uh i have written on my notebook here below the side in total uh jag slash over so we are in full lockstep here i i would like to bet the over in this game so here's i guess the question is like it's 46 and a half now um do we want to like bet this now in case it gets up do we want to capture this number here or do we think this number is likely to go up over the course of the week I mean, it, it already went up a point, so open 45 and a half. Most of the market is 46 and a half. Uh, it's worth noting that the sort of surprising defensive unit so far this year has been the Jags against everybody, basically. Um, they have not been a team that plays over games almost at all. Uh, the week one game against Indianapolis did go over the total despite the the non-backdoor. Um, the Colts, like, could really should have backdoored that game. But, um, you know, Jags played a brutally low-scoring game against the Chiefs. What was basically a brutally low-scoring game against the Bills, it just got crazy late and ended up kind of looking respectable. But that game was, you know, what, uh, 11-8? What the hell was the score? 11-something, right? Or some kind of weird score uh, for like an hour of game time. And the Jags have played a lot of games like that so far this year. So it's worth noting, like, I, you know, yes, Steichen overs. Yes, in most situations, I think it's a good idea. But, uh, man, the Jags defense, the types of games they played so far this year does make me a little nervous just the way the two teams fit together. And they've seen each other already. And that was like our whole Steichen thing. Teams haven't seen this. They got to prepare for it a little bit differently. Now the Jags have seen it. So, you know, like they do have the week one tape. Although, to be fair, Richardson played most of that game. Uh, so where kind of thinking the same way right now with Jaguars maybe the over I I think I'm gonna end up with a bet on Jacksonville this is gonna be four but no bets on the game right now with the Jaguars and the Colts all right let's move on here uh another team from the AFC South and a team from the NFC South as Houston off of their last second loss on Sunday to the Atlanta Falcons with rookie of the year favorite CJ Stroud offensive rookie of the year favorite the Texans will welcome in we we haven't we haven't done a lot on the Saints Patriots game I mean I I'm just like I don't even understand how things like this happen how down, went how, under. how they, they did go under and the Saints scored 34 points and the game went under the total. It's like absolutely improbable. The Patriots might be the most down bad team in the history of down bad teams right now. Just terrible. Uh, so the Saints coming off a 34 nothing shutout win over the horrendous New England Patriots. Right now, one and a half point road favorites, Ken, in Houston. The total's 41 and a half. This was two and a half at open, so like a little bit of interest in Houston. Like we're, we're, we're basically like, we're still operating below three here. So Saints minus one and a half, 41 and a half. Pen, pencil, blood or blank. New Orleans at Houston. I, uh, I have not done the full total workup for every game. So like haven't bet the totals yet. Just like it will kind of give you my early thoughts on how I feel about stuff. Uh, this is going to be another dead under game with the Saints involved for me. And we played a, we played a bunch of them. Uh, these will be likely a matchup of the two worst red zone defenses, or red zone offenses, excuse me, um, this season. 
Uh, the Saints will almost certainly be a bottom five red zone offense at the end of the year. And for all of our loving C.J. Stroud, uh, Houston's one of the worst red zone offenses you could possibly imagine. Uh, they might be dead last, actually, after tonight's game in terms of red zone percentage. Uh, they settle for field goals a ton. Uh, they have a ton of trouble scoring when it gets down by the goal line. Maybe inability to run the ball in short yardage would probably be a good reason for that with the offensive line injuries. So they can hit explosive plays. And they're a fun team, and Stroud's good, and he never turns the ball over, so they get red zone opportunities. Uh, really, like, you want to look at, like, one of the reasons why they lost to Atlanta, like, almost assuredly that, and one of the reasons why, despite, like, us really kind of everyone buying into Houston, why maybe the record hasn't been there. Um, not a really good red zone team. So you got these two teams match up with each other, and the Saints defense has been, like, a nightmare for teams trying to score points so far this year. So I, I see a four. Not I, like just I have not bet it yet. Like I need to do all my work, which I'll do tomorrow. My first glance, like first impression has to be 30 something has to be like can't not be that two worst red zone offenses almost and the Saints defense involved and the way they played games this year under absolutely under. Uh, what about the Texans as a teaser like potentially? Uh, one thing that'll be interesting is Tank Dell and concussion protocol not probably not going to play in the game. And his rapport with Stroud is what caused the Texans to have that two-week liftoff where the offense started to play a little bit better. That was his insertion in the lineup that caused that. I wonder if you kind of get some interesting splits with like Tank Dell on off the field where maybe Stroud's not quite as good. There's a chance they lose this game by like 10 or something. Absolutely. Dell doesn't play, and I'm still not sure Houston's that good. We'll touch more on this game coming up next hour and throughout the week. If you're watching us on Stadium and you want to check out the final hour of the show with all our bets for tonight in baseball and football, switch on over to twitch.tv backslash betql. Final hour, power hour, next.